In a world where we are always trying to keep up, it can be easy to forget what's important. We're constantly bombarded with information and demands on our time, and we tend to lose sight of what matters most. That is why I invite you to join me as we simplify our lives. By learning to focus on what's truly important, we could free up our time and energy for the things that matter most. And when we simplify our lives, we create more space for joy, happiness, and connection. So if you're ready to simplify your life, I invite you to join me on this journey. Together, let's discover the joy of simplicity. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of It's Simply Life. I am so grateful that you are joining us today. And today's topic is five hacks to creating powerful content. And if you hear some noise, that is my puppy. I am on version two of this recording, this podcast recording, because version one got lost in the abyss of technology. And it's funny that we're talking about tools and technology on this very podcast, and this is what happens. It's so ironic. I recorded the podcast earlier today. I used Descript to transcribe and record, and I went to go get the podcast to start editing it, and it disappeared. It's not there. I don't know if it didn't render right or what, but moving on. Five hacks to producing quality content. And I'm going to stop before we get into the the hacks and talk about the podcast. Let's talk about why you need to be producing content in the first place. If you're not producing content as a business, as a brand, somebody else is, and they're getting heard and seen, and they're getting clients. It's so important to be creating quality content consistently. And it, it just really gives your audience an opportunity to get to know you, to like you, to trust you, to build value, to build connection, to build that relationship with your business or your brand. So let's get started. Hack number one, what is the power of quality content? Your content that you're putting out on social media, in blogs, podcasts, newsletters, articles, however you're putting content out into the world, that has become your sales page. You're no longer creating cold outreach where you're emailing somebody or way back in the day writing and uh, sending out flyers or letters to somebody. Your content, your website, your landing pages, your webinars, your workshops, your master classes, all of that content that you're putting out into the world, that has become your cold outreach. That has become your sales page. That is the way that you are connecting with your audience. So quality content 
has to connect. It has to drive emotion. It has to drive that aspirational identity. It has to bring, invite, and connect with your audience and bring them into you. So we all have this aspiration that we want to become something. We all look for love, security, connection, status. We're all looking for that. And those are the emotions that you're going to need to use to draw your audience in to your content and give them what they're looking for, whether it's status, whether it's connection, whether it's security, whether it's love, you have to give them what they're looking for. And that's how you do it with your content. So your content is so incredibly powerful. It is the face of your brand, of your business. So you need to make sure that you're saying the right things in the right tone, connecting with the right people, inviting them to connect with you. You know, we all want to feel this sense of belonging. We all want to feel this sense of connection. And what your content does is it shares your mission and your values as a brand. And I think I wrote about this in a newsletter not too long ago when we were talking about brand archetypes. And you could go listen to episode 152 if you want to learn more about brand archetypes. But let's just take Harley Davidson, for example. They are the rebel. They create that sense of going against the grain, non-conformity. And so when you're, (laughs) my dog is right here, when you're connecting with that brand, that is inviting you in to become what they are sharing. Let's take Apple, for example, who brings in the creators. And if you remember their powerful, powerful marketing campaign, where it's like, we're for the misfits, we're for the ones who who don't belong anywhere. All right, hack number two, content planning and research tools. So we have to be answering the questions that our audience is asking. And I drive that home time after time after time. How do you know what questions your audience is asking? Well, there's multiple ways to find out. First of all, you can go and survey current clients, potential clients, an audience on social media platforms. You could also look up information on Answer the Public, BuzzSumo, Deep Marketing. You could Google it. You could go into Chat or Jasper and ask the AI tools to do some research for you, but your content needs to be answering the questions that your audience is looking to answer, looking for the answers for. And you need also to go do keyword research, whether it's through Google or SEMrush, but you're looking for those keywords. You're looking for the questions that your audience is asking. You're marrying the two of those together and you're creating content with those very specific keywords and those very specific answers. 
And that's going to draw your audience in because when they're going to look for the answers to the questions that they're asking to give them the aspirational identity that they're looking for, that is what your content is going to be doing. It's going to be bringing them in. It's going to invite them in. It's going to draw them in. It's going to captivate them. So let's move on to hack number three, writing and editing tools. Okay, so you've created your content and now you need a way to house it, to contain it, to manage it, because your content is doing three things. It's creating demand, it's converting, or it's building loyalty. And so you have to divide the content based on the questions that your audience is asking into those three categories. And you have to manage it somewhere. We use monday.com and that's where we house all of our content. We invite our clients to come and view exactly what we're doing. It's completely transparent. And that's how our team manages our own content as well. And we could talk to each other through the Monday boards. We could talk to our clients. They could approve everything. We can manage everything, but you have to have a strategy based on all this information that I'm sharing. And the strategy is going to come from hiring a professional, from outsourcing to a professional, but you have to have a content marketing strategy, who you're speaking to, where you're putting out content, what your audience looks like, the kind of content that they're looking for. That strategy is only going to come from somebody who has a proven track record of managing a content strategy, managing a marketing strategy, managing a brand strategy. And so when you partner with someone like It's Simply Digital, we have systems, processes, strategies that are proven that we've created time after time after time over the years for our clients. And so that's what you're getting when you're hiring a marketing strategist, a brand strategist, a content strategist, and we're doing implementation and execution as well. So you house it all in project management system like monday.com or in a Google drive folder with, you know, some spreadsheets. It has to be housed somewhere and it has to be divided based on the categories of the types of content that you're creating. Makes it super easy to manage that way. All right. Hack number three, writing and editing tools. First thing you could do is you could go into your AI platforms like ChatGPT, Jasper, Claude, any of those, and you could put in your content and you could ask the, the AI tools to act as a, an editing software and ask them what they would change or to edit correct for grammar and spelling and formatting and all of that stuff. You could also use tools like Grammarly or Hemingway or Quillbot. And some of them are free. Some of them have free trials and some of them you have to pay for. But you don't want to produce all this amazing content and then not put it out into the world that that's quality and edited. I'm going to use myself for example because I am not the best editor. I am really good at the visions and the big picture and creating content, but I'm not always good at editing it. And 
I rely on a lot of tools and a lot of software. And I also have an amazing team that helps me stay on track as well. And we all have to stay in our lane. And I, I know what my strength is and I know what I'm, I'm not really good at. And editing content is not my strength, but there's tools and there's ways to use to, to get there. So make sure that you're incorporating some of these tools. We want to make sure that our content is flows easy. You're not using a lot of industry lingo and that it speaks to one customer. That's all you care about is one person. That's who you're speaking to. You have to act like you're, you're speaking to one person. And when you create content to that one person, it's going to attract many. The other thing that you want to do is you want to keep it on a fifth or sixth grade level. If it's our brains do not want to process and have to think really hard when we're reading content and we're skimming it for information. We want it easy, simple. We want it to flow. We want it easy. We want it simple. And we want it in very basic language that the general public and population can understand. Okay, number four, visual and video content creation. So we are visual beings. That is how we learn, by seeing, by hearing stories and by seeing it unfold in front of our eyes. So video and graphic creation is so important when you are creating content. We use tools like Canva, Adobe. We use tools like Descript, which I just told you earlier on this podcast failed me. I wasn't able to edit, edit the first version of this podcast because it disappeared. But AI software allows you to save so much time and money. If you're not using Canva, you're missing a huge opportunity to create some very amazing graphics. They have templates galore. They've incorporated AI. You could easily throw your content into there and have it get just develop something that's good enough. And then you can learn how to incorporate, pull in more images, add graphic, add GIFs and sound and etc. Same thing with Adobe. I think, you know, back 10 years ago, maybe even 15 years ago, I was learning photography and Photoshop and Lightroom. And the amount of time and energy and money I spent learning those tools was a lot. And I took uh, non-credit courses at the college to learn how to use Photoshop and Lightroom. Today, there's AI tools that can do all of that for you, i.e. Canva. So you, you don't want to put this amazing content out without these, these great videos and visuals. And you could go get inspiration from Pinterest and Behance. And I mean, there's all kinds of inspiration out there. Go look at graphics on Instagram, on Pinterest, and get inspiration to create your own. But we are visual learners. That is how we, we want to see and hear the story at the same time. So you have to incorporate these bang up graphics to go with your powerful content. And hack number five, 
social media marketing, and email marketing. All right, so now you've created all this amazing content and you wanna get it out into the world and you don't wanna spend every single day posting, but you could use tools like Social Pilot, which is what we use, to schedule out a month's worth of content. So you could go and create all your content, house it in your content management system like monday.com, and now you could go and schedule it all out on a platform like Social Pilot. And there's uh, tons of scheduling software tools. We love Social Pilot because we're able to manage multiple clients' accounts plus our own, and we're able to schedule it at the right time. The other thing that we do with Social Pilot is we take the analytics of when we schedule and we, we go back and look at them and say, okay, well, this post got the most engagement on Tuesday at two o'clock. Why are we posting it at Tuesday at 10 o'clock? We need to change and post our, our times need to change. It also gives us analytics as far as we can go and see which content got the most engagement. So then we could go and back and look and say, okay, that content got the most engagement on that day. What was that content? What did it look like? What were we talking about? What kind of graphic or visual did we have? And then we can go create more of that kind of content. So we pay very close attention to the analytics as well as posting it and scheduling out on the platform. The other thing is email marketing and marketing automation. So we use HubSpot and we are able to create a template in HubSpot with all of our graphics and all of our colors and our, our design. And then we're able to import the content and we have a list ba based on, you know, we're able to divide the list up based on whatever page that they've landed on as far as like if they signed up for our newsletter or if they signed up for a course that we've created or they've signed up to schedule a call with us. So we have these lists and then we could send the content out, send the emails out based on those lists and we create this, this automation. And so again, scheduling it ahead of time so that it goes out at the same time every single week that we send it out, which is 7.45 a.m. Central. It's Simply Newsworthy, which is the sponsor of this podcast. And I invite you to join our newsletter and the link is in the show notes. We also have the, the ability to create marketing automation based on our buyer journey. And so if our buyer or our customer or our client lands on certain sales pages or landing pages or connects with us with information that we have out there, we're able to send them a series of emails or a series of newsletters or some content or a PDF or a video. And we're able to and we're able to do this through our marketing automation software. So we have the power of creating, if you land here, then you get this. If you land here, then you get this. We have, we have the power to create this whole system workflow in our software. And there's multiple platforms out there besides HubSpot, but that has been the one that we've been using so far. All right, so those are five really great hacks to go and create powerful, powerful content. All right, let's wrap this all up with three key takeaways. We talked about the power of quality content and we talked about how your content 
that you're putting out there is now your sales page. It's your cold outreach. It's the way that your clients are connecting with you. If you're slamming people in their DMs, you're not producing quality content. You have to invite them into your ecosystem. You have to create that emotional connection and that aspirational identity. Key takeaway number two, we talked about the tools and technology that you could use to house your content, to manage your content, and to edit your content with Grammarly, with Quillbot, with Hemingway, throwing it into ChatGPT and asking chat to edit it for you. But you're producing this quality content. It now needs to look really good. And then the third key takeaway we talked about was the visuals, the video, and then also managing and disseminating it out into the world. And so we want to, we want to tie all those together. We're creating a story. We're creating our, that aspirational identity for our client. We're giving them these great visuals that they could see so they could almost touch and feel your content. That's what you're doing. You want them to close their eyes and imagine themselves in your world. And then we talked about tools like social pilot to disseminate it all out into the world and man and, and get it scheduled and posted. And then the analytics that we're able to use. And then the same thing with HubSpot, with email marketing, with marketing automation. And the other thing that you could do with all your marketing automation tools, with your email automation tools is you could also look at the analytics. What was your open rate of your newsletter? What, how many people engaged? Did they read? Did they skim? Did they click links? I mean, there's so many powerful analytics and tools out there for you to use that you have no excuse to not be creating bang up content. All right. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and share this podcast. It helps us create quality content and keep it free. And we do like to hear from you. So drop us a line. You could connect with It's Simply Digital on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn, or you could connect with me, Lisa Williams, on LinkedIn as well. And don't forget to sign up for our newsletter. Thanks for spending a little part of your day with us. Go be awesome.